0: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, uh, and the Lord bestow upon us His grace and His blessing, now and ever, to the age of all ages, Amen. Uh, we add to uh, the words of His Eminence uh, with a congratulation for the ordination of the new priest. And as uh, His Eminence mentioned, it is a great honor and joy uh, to be part of this uh, blessing. In many places uh, in the world, they wait for several years to have one priest, and after many petitions and letters and requests. And as his Eminence said, it is a special joy uh, that with his Eminence leadership and the leadership of Unab and all of the priests that uh, in a very short time, even such ordinations take place uh, with the great blessing and grace of God. As we heard the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, this is uh, the Gospel reading that is familiar. It is like an alarm clock for each of us to remind us that the time of fasting and prayer is upon us. And that this uh, uh, gospel reading is even very special and appropriate for us in this day. In the early church, the time of the fast was a time of preparation for those who are not yet baptized to become baptized. And throughout the fast, that the church would be praying and fasting also for their preparation, so that by the time of the feast or before it, that they could be enjoying uh, the church. So the prayers and and many of the hymns uh, focus on God as our Father. And as you'll hear in the response to the Gospel, and also uh, later on um, throughout uh, the fast, that this is a reminder for us about the grace that we received in baptism an evaluation for each one of us to see how we are living uh, as uh, children of God in this world. And when the faithful would see the newly baptized entering to the church in that day and, and throughout the, this period, they would be remembering, uh, many of them, the time that they used to prepare for baptism. As if someone who is getting married uh, and someone who is already married, attending and praying for those who are are about to be married, they're praying, and sometimes even with uh, great diligence that also uh, to remember the grace that they have received. This gospel also points in many ways about our Father who are in, in heaven, the Father, God the Father, who is the great picture for us of who he is. And there were many people who struggled to understand this. Even in the modern time, there are some theologians who focus in one direction as God being harsh and distant, judge, judging, placing commandments, or on the other extreme, uh, focusing on the mercy and compassion of God, at the same time neglecting a lot of the instruction and commandments. And in our life too, sometimes the picture of God can be distorted. Some people overemphasize how harsh or how distant or how cruel or how even the fact that God may not care or remember me or be involved in my life. On the other extreme, there are people who may live sometimes a little bit carelessly in making their decisions and how they live their life, overemphasizing the compassion of God and neglecting the justice of God. And this is uh, very common throughout uh, how to understand God as the creator and father of all, loving, compassionate, merciful, caring for each one of us, but at the same time just and very uh, even strict, in the way that He uh, will come to judge the living and the dead. For us, even there is a crisis of fatherhood in the world. We are blessed in our families and in our churches to have very wise and compassionate fathers. But if you look throughout the world, there is a crisis to find that same type of fatherhood that we understand in God in each Uh, family, and each home. And sometimes that experience even distorts our understanding of who God is. It can reflect negatively upon the picture and the image of God. But the opposite is true, that God as loving Father is the image and is the example for each one of us as fathers, as priests, as bishops, as grandfathers, and as those who are in charge with those precious and valuable souls that God has given to us uh, for uh, the looking and for using the gifts and talents and the love that he has given us to overshadow. In the book of Jeremiah, God looks at his people and he looks at some of the fathers and shepherds who have gone astray. And because of their lack of the proper care for his flock, some of the sheep had scattered. So the Lord says, I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries where I have driven them and will bring them back to their foods, And they shall be fruitful and increase. And I will, shepherd will set shepherds over them who shall feed them. And they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed no more, for they shall be left. The Lord as Father, as he presented to us the Lord Jesus Christ in his incarnation, restored for us the perfect image of God the Father. And he cry out, not only in this prayer, but also when he allows us to cry out to God as Abba, Father, is the perfect expression and understanding of who God is. No one knows the Father but the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. The title of Abba is a very powerful one. It represents God who is intimate, God who is close, who knows our thoughts, who works in our lives, who speaks in our hearts, who guides all of our actions, who is caring for us in every step. And at the same time, will be so loving that He will discipline and He will provide what is necessary for us. And when we look, especially in the middle of the prayer of our Father, when we declare Thy kingdom come, we will see also that because He is intimate, we cannot forget or neglect His power and authority in the time of judgment. In this past, we will focus also a lot on uh, the judgment that will come in the end time. And even in Holy Week, there's a whole day that is dedicated to the second coming of our Lord, how that we keep watch. And the church balances between these, provides us the loving and caring God at the same time that we don't forget about uh, that we will all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that we will receive recompense for what we have done in the body, whether good or evil. And as we look at the book of Revelation that God will give like an X-ray of the soul, and he will say that I know your works, I know all the good that you have done, and I know all that which is not good. And he focuses on each one of us in order to return and to restore all of the good that we have done and to encourage us how to do more good and to cast out all that is evil. As Saint Cyril says, that each one will appear before and will sit and, and when we understand this, even he looks uh, at the picture in the book of Revelation, we see that the fire that was prepared for the devil and his angels, that the fire was being, so will, even this image was for our benefit, that we will turn and always uh, to the Lord in repentance and in prayer. <clears throat> the psalm today, uh, which is also very appropriate, says, serve the Lord with fear, rejoice in him with trembling. And this psalm is a reminder that even the fasting and prayer is part of our service for God. He says that there will be servants, the stewards, who are wise, who are zealous, that he says, come to you, blessed my Father, and hear the kingdom prepared for you before the foundation of the earth. Freely you have received, freely give. And when we receive, each of us, our talents, whether it be the time, the abilities, the energy, the health, whatever that we have received, that we will be good stewards. We'll not be lazy, we'll not be slothful, we'll not uh, look down, but each one who sees what we received, so by the end of the time of the judgment, we will be like those servants who said, look Lord, you gave me the one mina or the one talent or the five talents, and behold, you have uh, the 10 minas or you have the five talents that uh, was given. This, uh, for us, uh, is uh, the work that we understand how the Lord will transform us in this time. The time of the fasting is one of the most precious for the entire year. And as those whom you know, it is not just filled with, with the late liturgies, the time for the reading and prayer, the time for retreat, so that we will minimize all, many of the other things we have in our life to focus on our salvation. That through it, he says, he will transform the body of our humiliation into the likeness of his glorious body. And the soul will begin to, sh- to shine like the sun. This is the work that requires some labor, uh, perhaps, uh, in this time, uh, it's, it's a little bit easier to follow in the footsteps that God has asked us for. And as shortly after we conclude uh, the gospel and the response of the gospel and the prayer of reconciliation, when we start the prayers also for the ordination, you'll take care to notice how that the church is praying for the priest and how the priest will take the responsibility to pray and to serve for his people. It is a great mystery of godliness that God allows us to serve as priests according to the image of the great high priest. And a great mystery how that he works through his Holy Spirit, that he provides for the father to take care of his children, his spiritual children, and the same that his children are laboring, and truly the joy and the crown for the priest. This mystery uh, requires some work, even in this unique time. After the ordination, as you know, the priest will fast for 40 days. But as if in this time and in this ordination, we will all start fasting together. And every day of our fast, we'll be fasting for the new priest, that God give him strength, that God give him wisdom, God give him discernment and all the virtues. Then you'll hear even the deacon calling the people to pray that the grace of the Holy Spirit will come upon him and fill him with the virtues. That this uh, is a regular prayer of the people for their priest. When the priest says that, remember the Higemans, priest, deacons, That you are each praying for all of the priests in the church, all the hierarchy of the church, and this is part of our regular prayer. And the same thing, of course, uh, that the priest in every liturgy is remembering his people, as if even the papers that we write for for God to remember certain people who are sick or suffering or struggling or departed. But at the same time, the names of the faithful are written on the heart of the priest. And when he offers the sacrifice, he takes the souls of his faithful before the Lord and is uh, entreating God for their sake. And if we understand this mystery, although there are many, they don't leave the priest so that there's any way to forget of their needs and their cares. And many who have come and received, they said, from one liturgy, two liturgies, or maybe more, how that God had responds quickly to, to those petitions. The priest at the same time is laboring for his people. As we heard in the Pauline epistle, it says, St. Paul says, by labors and stripes, perils, fasting often, in prayers, in vigils, in weariness, in toil. This is the work many times we examine. Do we have the same heart like St. Paul had for his people? And he said, above all, my deep concern and care for the churches. This uh, is one of the great mysteries that when we are fasting diligently, we experience. And uh, that, that we, we see as in the Catholic epistle said, that God may uh, add to your virtue knowledge, to your knowledge, godliness, to your godliness, love. That if we pray truly, our Father, that we can't be harsh or proud with God, our Father, as St. Cyril says. That if we're truly praying, our Father, that we will be humble and submissive to our earthly Father, to our spiritual Father, to our heavenly Father. This is the great grace that when we say as the three holy youth, we follow you with all our heart. And we are uh, following our Lord who fasted for us for 40 days and 40 nights so that we can uh, unite with him and be with him in the heavenly kingdom. We said God came down from heaven to earth in order to bring all of us with him in the heavenly kingdom. And this journey, and we say the journey of the Great Lent, is like our climb and our ascent to the heavenly kingdom. And we know during this time when we are very watchful in our prayers and very severe, uh, strict in our fast, that we find the climb to be uh, a little easier, a little lighter. That God provides for us the spiritual grace and strength to be with Him. That's why uh, for us, that we know those who are faithful in the beginning of the fast, that God prepares us when we have the Sunday of temptation and all of the problems and difficulties coming, the soul that's fasting in prayer is prepared and is ready. That's why when the Lord said, this kind cannot come out by fasting in prayer, that the evil that is in the world and the sin that is in our heart Some of it can only come out in this time. And it is like putting pressure on all of the things that are dark and that belong not to God for it to be cast out and removed from our hearts and from our families. The hardness of heart or the person who is uh, always justifying his or her sin or the one who is looking negative at his brother or his sister. How that the heart becomes purified in this time. That's why when we pray the liturgy and the priest says, lift up your hearts, we sit there with the Lord. Why? Because when we offer our life in this way to the Lord, he takes the heart and he adjusts. He cleanses, he takes out what needs, what is unfitting and puts in what needs to be there. He, with the grace of the Holy Spirit, able to perfect the heart. So we can love the enemies. We can uh, love those who are instructed. We have the discernment and the wisdom. That's why we say we are ready to let us give thanks to the Lord. And that word, the thanksgiving, now we are ready for the Eucharist. So when we offer to God, we offer everything. Although the money and the time is small, but when we offer fully, it is as saying that everything is yours. And whatever we give to God, we give with the whole heart. And God, when He takes and He looks at the soul, He says, this is, this is my son, this is my daughter, whom I uh, am well pleased. Uh, may this time, this past, be special grace and blessing for each of us that we are laboring and praying for the newly ordained priest, and that God will return him to serve in purity and righteousness all the days of his life. Lord be to him now and ever into the age of ordained